Today on the Andy Chen Talk Show, we have Alaric Tate. Most of you know Alaric from his characters in the news, but some of you might not know he's also a successful director and producer. He has starred in uh, regional productions such as HBO Asia's Serangoon Road, and he is also the director of HBO Asia's first comedy drama, Scent. He is going to share with us his acting and directing experiences in Singapore and in Hollywood and the importance of networking in this media industry. Hello Andy, my name is Alaric. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. I, I was hoping a little bit more than that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yes, hi Andy, I'm Alaric and I am an actor, producer, director, Sometimes writer. I'd love to do more writing if I could. Okay. But I, I think somehow life has just gone beyond that. Now I'm, I'm dictating what people should write. So I think we'll just stick to, to actor, producer, director for now. Actor, producer, director, bracket, writer. Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, let's start from the very beginning. You're born and bred in Singapore, right? Born and bred in Singapore. Do I sound foreign? No, you don't. I don't. Right? You're actually very... You're quite the, the Singaporean. I would right, say. exactly. That's what, I, that's what I think. But some people say I have an accent. I'm like, what's wrong with Okay, no. Yours? You study overseas, right? <clears throat> I, I mean, did. you speak like better English than most Singaporeans. Are, for sure. No. Yes. Yes, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you speak much better English than the average okay. Singaporean. See, I, I want think. to be average. But you can't because you're a superstar. <laughs> like, That's what you're trying to do, right? You're, you're fishing for the <laughs> compliment to come yeah, right after yeah, that. Right? You're average. Yeah. You're so average. Right. Okay, never mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. So after that, so you, uh, your primary school, secondary school. Yes. It's all Singaporean. Yes. Singapore kindergarten as well. Kindergarten. I didn't ask you that. Never, go to, never went to nursery. Never went. Started at K1. Yeah. Yeah, this is where I start drawing you back to them. <laughs> Yeah. So you okay. So secondary school. So when did you polytechnic study here as well? Polytechnic here. What do you study? So in I studied uh, film, sound, video. Like oh yeah, you're my senior, and then uh, you're my senior. In, <coughs> you didn't uh, hear that music no. and drama company. Normally, yeah. only talk. They only tell me about the more like like established like, people <laughs> <laughs> from film, sound, video. Damn it! They didn't mention me. <laughs> no. So, okay, um, so you, you're in FSV, was, right? Okay, let's talk about FSV. FSV yes. feels like a good point. Yes, film, sound, video. How do you, uh, why do you Nian join Poly. FSV in the first place? Film, um, sound, and video from Nian Poly. Right yes. Yeah. I joined FSV, God knows when. I think I graduated in 2000, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, because I remember I was class of 2000. Yeah, if my memory serves me well. And okay. you know, actors, we have... Shit memory. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, we, our memory is like this short. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I I did quite badly for my O levels. Mm. Okay, but I th I thought I did very well the first time round. Okay, um, but lo and behold, we were talking about my 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 English, my language English language standards, right? And yeah. You're saying I'm above average. However, for my O levels, I only got a B four. For my English, and that—that's average, right? That is very average, right? You see, it's average. 
Um, stop talking to the camera, you bloody performer. Yeah, so I cannot stop himself. I just, I just, <laughs> occupational hazard, I, I connect with yeah. people. I, I, actually, I tend to do that also, you know. Like initially, yeah. when I was talking to my guest, I just keep going to the camera, <laughs> and then the person was like, What's wrong yeah, with yeah, you, are you, Andy? Looking at me. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. No, um, I. I Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. After mm. O-Levels, I was at a crossroads. I didn't know what to do with my life. Like, okay, you know, should I go to JC, Pre-U, or Poly? And of course, I thought to myself, the normal thing to do is to go to JC or Poly because that's where all my, you know, all my older cousins went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, that's the, the road I should take because I haven't quite decided. And then my results, my, my um, prelim results came out and they were shit lah, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, uh, one one thing the one reason why <laughs> one reason why I didn't do well for my studies is because I I played volleyball, I was playing right. semi pro volleyball while I was in secondary school, so I spent a lot of time athlete, playing. You're a job. I was I was wow. not anymore. Like right now, <laughs> back in here, neck it there. So um, pull myself back um, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Um, I, I I so I had to decide. Uh-huh. At the point because my results weren't good, mm-hmm. so I could only go to pre U. What the hell's pre U? Oh my god, JC yeah. It's 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 three years of JC instead of two. Oh yeah, so you still take A levels. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so um, yeah, and I think I was one of the last few batches that had pre U. Yeah, there I were think only I kind of heard that two or three places left that did that. So I was lucky that I actually experienced that for my first three months. After, also, you went to the pre-U uh, for the first three months. Yeah, for the first three months after O-Levels. After your prelim results. Yes. Okay. And then, um, but during that time, I realized I didn't like... JC life. Yeah, because it's like secondary school. It's exactly the same it's, as yeah, secondary school, right? I'm like, no, I've got to decide what I want to do with my life. And, I, you know, I was... Wow, so mature. Really. I, was, I, was, I was searching deep within myself to find my calling and I've always been acting throughout secondary school when I was in sec 1 I've already was part of the, the speech and drama speech and drama class and language debating society okay um, okay so so stuff. okay let me uh, were you you already knew that you're, you're passionate in performing I knew that I enjoyed it but I never fully explored it because I went for my other passion which was volleyball volleyball oh yeah. Yeah. So you're an actor and an athlete. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just roll your eyes at me. Um, yeah. yeah, so I... I uh, what was I <laughs> You're saying that you chose volleyball instead of yeah. acting. Yeah, so that's why I spent the most, of, most of my four years in secondary school playing volleyball. Playing volleyball. And I oh, were you good? I was, oh, you were semi-pro, right? You say? I was semi-pro. Oh, I was semi-pro. Means what I played for a club outside as well, which were a professional club. Uh, they're made of the semi pro because people are, are part time, they, but there's a volunteer. league. Yes, but there's a league. It's a league, so we play a league. like a local league. Yes, and people get like there's prize money. There's prize money and at the end. Yeah, don't really not get much paid lah, but, but they get a prize money if you win lah. If not, it's just your passion. You join the competition with right. a club lah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that sense, semi pro. If it's pro, I don't need to work really. Yeah. <laughs> Volleyball, not really. Yeah, not but not, really. for, not for sports. Not. Yeah. Well, unless it's football, it's a different story, yeah. right? Yeah. So Volleyball, but, I mean, can lah, but not in Singapore, though. Yeah. 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 Okay. And um, so I um, back to pre U, hmm. right? Hmm. So crossroads, 
And then I was searching based on my 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 interest in acting. Uh, in that, so after O levels, there's that school holiday period yeah. before I went to pre U. I right? was in a land shop, and then <laughs> you were in a land shop. <laughs> While you were in a land shop, I was actually it's not the same time, but the equivalent. <laughs> yeah, the equivalent. Um, I, I I went to take uh, a a Yenshin uh, at the then TCS. So oh, before so you, it was called Media Corp. Yeah. So I took. Yeah, so actually, it was not Yen Shunen, but it was Sao Sao Nian Yen Shunen. So it's for for teenagers, kid, For kids, though. yeah, for teenagers. teenagers yeah. So I did that, but I think the the course was a little bit more holistic. It wasn't just about acting. So okay. they also taught a lot about TV production and television work. So oh. they gave us a very you know broad view about television industry right. as a whole, and so, and I got suddenly I was like. I think I know what I want to do. Oh. Yeah. So that was a light bulb moment Thank you, for Media me. Corp. Exactly. Huh? Thank you, Media Corp. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. Don't cut that. Come <laughs> on. It's going to give me more jobs. Yeah, brownie points, brownie points. <laughs> okay. um, it's your company. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so I, 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 I took the course, gave me a broad view, and then I knew that um, because I did all the open houses in the polys and all that, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I did recall seeing something like that in a brochure somewhere. Right. And I said, maybe I'm going, I'm going to explore how I can get into that. Right. So that was um, FSV in, in. You you sound like you are very like you always knew kind of what to do, you know. You're not like one of those like ah stumble into things and then just whatever whatever life leads me. It feels like you mm. specifically knew what you wanted to do and you were constantly thinking ahead. That's like. That has always been ingrained in your character? Uh, very much so. I, I Since we were so young, wow. Yes, since that okay. age, la, 16, age la, like, 16, 17. Before that, even when you were doing volleyball, right? Yes. Like you knew you wanted to spend time yes. in volleyball instead of acting. Yeah. I wouldn't have known what to do. Oh, yeah, whatever <laughs> came to me, you know. Right. Oh, hot chick. <laughs> that's, that's the end of my whatever career. <laughs> hot chick okay. career. Yeah. Hot chick. Oh, sure. Nice career. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if yeah. there was a, a road and inroads mm. for professional volleyball, I don't know. I might have taken it, mm. but I, I, I don't think that was quite an option. Mm. Yeah. Uh, even and in that time, even worse, mm, right? It was yeah. not accepted. No, and not really. Yeah, yeah. Not like I, I don't think I. If you asked me which had a stronger passion, I felt that filmmaking pulled me deep and really deep because. I, I've no, noticed this about myself. Every time I find something else that's interesting to do, film always pulls me back in. I always come back to doing film, you know. And so sometimes it takes me a long time to make one, do one project. But that's because I kind of got distracted, distracted, did something else. Hot trick walk by. Yeah, <laughs> walk by. Um, and then, you know, I just had to go, I have to go back to it. So I, I think film has been a very strong calling for, from, from my youth. Okay. And, so and you, when I say youth, I mean like 16, 16 17. 17 yeah. Like when you, this is before after you go into FSV? This after, w- right? Or during? This was before. Just before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the story of getting into FSV is like this. So once I knew, I, 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 was, I started taking action to get myself in, mm. right? Everything from uh, um, making my first short film, which, which was shit, by the way. So, but you know, I wanted What's the name to. Of your first uh, it was called in my house. In my house. In it was shot house. on SVHS. 
SVHS is the big one, ah. No, it's smaller. The small one, ah. Yeah. SVHS. Yeah. So it's it's a it's oh, a VHS page. analog format, um, but slightly smaller. S it's not a mini DV, small. right? It's no. before the mini DV. Not even before. It's concurrent. Concurrent. It's an analog oh. um system. Mini DV is kind of a digital system Semi- on an yeah analog on an tape. analog tape, right? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. but the coding is digital. But SVHS is still kind of analog. Right. We just lost yeah. half of our audience. I, it's okay. I, I know, but it's okay. But for all the geeks and the techie guys uh-huh, out there, yeah, you uh-huh, know what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm afraid this is going to take very long. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, please do. Please continue. Um, so I, I, I applied for FSV. And you know how FSV is not part of the... Uh, what do you call it? The Joint Admissions Exercise. Right? JAE. Was it not? It's not. It's separate. Maybe for your time it was. I okay. don't know. But... Uh, during during the time I, I applied, it was a separate application. So I had to apply for JAE just to so, so people know I'm getting into poly. And on top of that, I do a separate application to. I think film I was sound like that video. also, you know. I think yeah. mine was like that. Yeah. yeah. So I actually got into a course under JAE, which was shipbuilding, apparently. Oh, I almost heard shipbuilding. Shit. <laughs> it might as well be because I I mean at a, on, you know, at first when I heard about it, it was like, oh, okay, you know, you get to travel, you, you get to find job opportunities on a ship and you get to travel. No, you that. build the ship and it sails off, right? Exactly. So I didn't quite know what I, was, I would be getting myself into okay. if I had gone there. But thank God I didn't. Um, so I applied separately. Uh-huh. And the first time I applied, I, I didn't make it because of my English grades. You got, got a C6. I got a, no, I got a B4. B4 cannot? B4 cannot. Only at A1, A2. <clears throat> so I don't know about your, at, by your, mm, your time. Mine was B3, B4. Yeah, because B4 was the minimum. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Maybe you had a bigger intake also. Could um, be. Because yeah. of the later badges had, mm. had more. Because at my, I was the fifth batch. FSG. Still very experimental at that point. I yeah. Think. And there was only 50 or 100, if I recall correctly, per intake. Ours per was about 100, I think. Yeah. So it was yeah. very, very niche. Mm. And the first time I applied, couldn't get in and I was very specific because when we do that at that admissions exercise you can have a choice of uh, applying for FSV or mass communications or both hmm. I always only ticked FSV because I knew mass comm was not up my but end. mass comm even harder right mass comm's uh, English demand was even higher for, for my time like. okay but, but for you A1, A2 that means it's the same probably the same yeah, probably. yeah. But, then, but then mass comm had a larger intake Mm, that's yeah, true. but FSV was wow. More so you already knew specifically. I was that quite you wanted specific to. about that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, first time I failed, and then uh, I failed, and then I said I just I don't really have much of a choice. It's either this or nothing. Like so I shipbuilding. I, I mean, I'm going to get so much or shipbuilding. Shipbuilding, <laughs> which is a fantastic career, which, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not being serious. I don't want to lose, lose those people. Exactly, in the it's like three of them watching that. Shipbuilding. I mean, shipbuilding. <laughs> um, uh-huh. um, so I, I redid my old levels the following year, and in the interim, so you actually period, chose to retain for a year. Yes, to try not and get retain. Into. I did it privately. So I so left you took like a private school. Yeah, I left school and retook my old levels. What do your parents privately. think about that? My my mother actually encouraged me to to redo my old levels. Because the results were not <coughs> fantastic. Because, yeah, because she asked... I mean, I told her. I told her... Um, what you wanted to do. I, what I wanted to do. And my results weren't, were not good. Lah. 
So I had to retake my O levels, and then the second time, uh, I, 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 my grades improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an A one for English, and I redid all my my weak subjects. Um, right. Also, oh, oh, because you could yeah. keep your own so results, you, you right? Get the, yeah, you, you get the better overall grade or something because you can keep some of the right. first year's results yeah, and yeah, combine yeah, them. Yeah. So, and then my geography, I had an eight the first year. The second time around, I got a three, I think. Okay. So that, that helped bring the grades um, numbers down yep. a lot. So I applied second time around, got in, and I was quite happy. But to answer your question about what my mother, uh, my, my, yeah. what my parents thought, um, my mom was quite encouraging. She she knew what I wanted to do, and I mean, obviously, she would ask like, "What about all these other things?" And I'm like, "I talk about this, that, but nothing draws me in as much as this." And she said, "Okay, then try again, right?" So that was already <clears throat> the first thing in 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 planting the right attitude uh, in me, which is to never give up. And never really be, compromise, be, la, right? Yeah, don't compromise. Be persistent in, in what you want. If you want it, you do it, right? And, and don't, don't shortchange yourself, mm. essentially. Mm. So it was my mom that encouraged me to retake my O-levels. Yeah. My dad was more like, it doesn't matter what you do. As long as when you start, if you start it, don't, 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 quit. don't quit. You know, finish it. Yeah. So uh, I think with those two mindsets, it kind of... Streamline my, my thinking. So you're brought up this way, like it's yeah. your family. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it was, it was pretty, um, okay. pretty encouraging for my. So FSV, how was friends. it? FSV, um, FSV pretty much solidified the, the love and the passion for storytelling and, and filmmaking, you know, visual storytelling. Um, and also, I, I found that when I was immersed in it, I was really focused in it. And and that really... FSV has a way to draw you in. Yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it took over a lot of my other passions like volleyball. I started playing volleyball in the first year of poly and by the second year... No way, It man. just disappeared. No way already. with FSV. Yeah, you can't no. do that. <laughs> exactly. And I thought even by third year because I, know, I, knew some <clears throat> I knew some third year students and I know they have... You have less classes and more free time, right? I thought, oh... Project maybe. time though. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so then you realise... That free time you actually spend focused on on your projects, yeah. and 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 that became a bit of the lifestyle that I now lead. Which is every time I've, I've got free time, it's always you know putting projects together, mm. and and I think that's what interests me la. So after FSV, after FSV, I um, MDC. Yes, MDC. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god, we are like we came from this, like exactly <clears throat> the same place. Yes, you, yes. I've always thought that you and I have very similar backgrounds. Yes. Okay, so it was all filmmaking, right? It was so awesome. how did you get into? Okay, MDC is the Singapore Armed Forces Music and Drama Company, by the way. Um, it's where you sing and dance and <laughs> sing and dance your national service away. Yes. True, right? That's true. It's right? true. It's completely it's true. true. So how? But d- before you think that it's it is all fun and games, it and is, is Slacker McGee oh. camp. Think again. In my first month, uh, in my first month alone, I lost ten kilos. And this is not the toughest thing I've done in my life, actually. Even up to yeah. now, even in including my professional career, it's still one of the toughest things I've done. And we had the same artistic director, right? Oh, Zaini, Zaini, Zaini was the same. Yes, <gasps> yes. Yeah. And with him yes. as artistic director, I'm pretty sure you lose that ten kilos. Yeah. I mean, if you you know you yeah. immerse yourself in. See, also Liu Tat boy, right? You do it like. 
No, I wore shorts. Yeah, shorts lah, shorts yeah. lah. But there are some <laughs> short, there are some, there are some like items where you have to wear leotards, right? No, you never got that. Mm. I had like a silver <laughs> and a purple one for Chinke. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I need to stop talking. I don't, hey, rem- I don't remember wearing leotards in NBC. I might have, I might have. I'm sure you have. I actually wore leotards for the last news and khakis. <laughs> Show. When you are even older, yeah. <laughs> so, but I have no qualms wearing leotards if that's what you mean yeah. to ask. I have yeah. no qualms. We're I mean, we're all basis. performers, so we have to put ourselves out there. Yeah, sure. Yes. Mm. yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, in MDC. Okay. So before that, it was all filmmaking, right? So why why do you switch? Why do you get? Because actually, there's a there's a department in the army that does video editing and tech stuff. Like that, that is true. Yeah. Yes. So why do you? I mean, um, how did you even get into MDC? Because it was not an easy process, right? Um, it wasn't. I okay. I think because I had I already knew friends in the industry. Oh, so lucky. Yeah, and you know, I, I knew I knew. It was you know I was uh, I was acquaintance. Let me rephrase that. I knew people like Gurmit, for example. You know, um, from working on on several shows uh, before I went to MDC. Um, and then various people were t- telling me about, you know, um, uh, get, going to MBC as an option, uh, you know, doing your NS. And so that was the only thing I was looking at when I was uh, in, in the army. And maybe it's a problem, you know, it could be a good thing and a bad thing that I'm so focused because I didn't even consider a, a film option. Um, and I think one thing that... that um, What's the word? One thing that made me do that is also because right after BMT, I was sent to a unit that made use of my um, film sound video diploma skills. So I was already in a, in a unit where I was shooting video stuff for them. So I didn't feel there was much of a need to <laughs> try and get myself to do more film stuff. I wanted to... You don't get back into acting again if if right. if that's what you know. If you understand, well, so you're in the FSV, to, you weren't acting at all, right? I mean, there's no time now. Uh I only did. I was actually. I did Forever Fever when I was in the first year of FSV. Oh wow! Um, and maybe after that, I did one or two other projects in school. But but in the third year, which I thought I would have a lot of time, I actually had absolutely no time to mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I was. Acting periodically throughout my academic mm-hmm. uh, uh, studies, so I wanted to stretch my acting muscles. Yes. Yep. So that's why, when I was in the army, I said, "Okay, maybe I should but, try and get." But why? Into why I mean, you were like filmmaking and acting, so they are both your passion. Like you, you wanted to pursue both. Like yes, at the same time. Yes, I, I didn't want to lose my acting abilities. I didn't want to lose my performing abilities. Okay. Which is why I thought MDC was good because it was also quite a holistic place to put myself into. Um, because I'm not a singer, I am not really a dancer either. But until I went to MDC, then I could say, hey, I'm a dancer, you know? Yeah. yeah. So We all have to be dancers. Yeah. So only after MDC that I can say I'm a, a dancer. And I will put myself out there to dance. Um, but at least I also got a little bit more holistic training where, where vocal training is concerned mm-hmm. um, and, 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 uh, and hosting, mm-hmm. right? And so when I came out, I could host professionally. Mm-hmm. I could act professionally, of course. That one I already uh, uh, could do since secondary school. Um, and then and then dance also, um, I could... Like, like you could perform, la, basically. Like, you are basically, a performer, yes. like an yes. all-round performer. Almost. Almost, Almost yeah. 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 
So pretty damn close, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So that's why you worked the MBC, and then you came out. Yeah. <clears throat> so what after? What what happened after MBC? After MBC, I went into. Um, I, I com- completed my academic studies. Um, I did a degree in film and television uh, in Griffith University in Brisbane, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Uh, it was a two-year course. Because of my diploma, I could shave off a year. Oh, sorry, it was a three-year course. Because of the diploma, I could shave off one year. And then uh, my first year in... Uh, no, one and a half years I spent in Brisbane. And my last six months, I, I finished off with an internship in Los Angeles. So, um, again, I was always looking for that holistic experience. Like uh, everything yeah. in, the, in the industry, in the sphere. Yeah, because I, I, wow. I wanted to, for lack of a better word, I wanted to succeed, right? And to me, succeeding was to, to, to understand, if, if I wanted an education, I wanted a, an education that, that gave me everything I needed to know about filmmaking, mm. the film and television industry, right? So that's why I, I, I tried to get involved is, with Is that why you aspect. chose to study overseas? To see the, like the industri- industry that's... No, actually. The reason I studied overseas... There's no other schools in Singapore. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't uh, Actually, then. at the time, no, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. Now there is, though. The, now there are now some there is a few. film yeah. degree yeah. programs. Yeah. Uh, but how comprehensive, I wouldn't know. Yeah, wouldn't right? know. But I wanted something that was hands-on. Um, and I'm, I'm, my, my goals were quite specific when I, wanted, when I went overseas. Okay. Number one, to network. And number two is to complete my, ex, my, my, my experience, understanding all the roles within the filmmaking sphere. So everything from, um, from being a grip to a sound guy to being a producer. So everything from below the line to above the line. Right? Don't talk about acting like that one I've, I've kind of cleared that off my yeah. list already, but I wanted to experience every single role. Wow. So when I when I went in the first year while I was there, you know, I I volunteered my services for all the different projects that I could. Even the the like the second year projects, I said, you need you need any help? You know, I'll be a sound guy or whatever, you know, that kind wow. of thing. And if you look on IMDb, one of there was an award winning film called. Um, I don't remember the exact title, but it had a Mr. Larkin in it. If you Mr. go, Mr. Larkin, yeah, okay. um, like the Jasmine s- will find it. Yes, okay, Jasmine you can continue. Something, Mr. Larkin, uh-huh. and you'll see my name there as a sound recordist. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only. And you're already thing. there, right? Might as well like get the best out of it. Yeah. Is it exactly. expensive though to study overseas like that? Um, it was reasonable. It was reasonable. Okay. Um, yeah, because I mean, a lot of Singaporeans go overseas to study. Yeah. So. Um, it's competitive la, the Yeah, it's, it's pretty competitive Ooh. And what was good was The Hollywood experience The Los Angeles Yeah, because I pay my Australian school fees But I still get to do The internship in LA How come? How, how did that happen? Because the schools Have an affi- affiliation With each other So right. um, Griffith sends Like two or three students Over to Ithaca College Los Angeles Every semester Okay Every, every half Every six months okay. So I was One of the lucky few That could go in that semester. Okay. Is that pure luck or by qualifications? Or? Um, actually, I don't know. Call it luck, call it whatever. I almost didn't make it. Because oh. every year, they, only, they have a quota. They only send two people. Every semester, they send two people. But the year I went, they sent three. And you were three? I was the third guy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's a sign. I was very lucky. So, uh, so you were in that school and then you 
So you were studying directing then, or it's just everything? no. It was it was um, it was everything. So you, so it wasn't specific to what role. It's just that your final project you you would take on. Everybody in the class pitched different projects. Mm. If your project got picked up naturally, you would lead that project. So you would you would you would wow, direct that's so that cool. project. Yeah. So my idea didn't get picked, but so I worked on somebody else's project. project. Yeah. But it didn't matter to me. Um, because I was there for the education, and again, my other objective was to network, to know people. Yeah. Wow, like at so young, you already understood the importance of networking. Yes, which I only a... understood, like I think, like maybe last year or something. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a very strange uh, a very... concept to a lot of people, but yeah, I, it was, yeah you're right. It, at that age, I somehow I I understood it, and my 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 character, I'm not. My personality isn't a very... I'm not a very networky type of person. You know, yeah, a lot you of, don't uh, strike me as... Yeah, a lot of people come to me and say, you know, I'm not good with this networking thing. And then I'll tell them straight up, neither am I. But if you want a career in, in the media, this is the number one thing you've got to know, is to go meet people. That's don't, the you, truth, man. Yeah. But it's and so hard. we're not talking about, you know, trying to rah-rah people. Yeah, yeah. Just go meet people. Just talk to people yeah, and just know people. Get yourself out there, you know. Uh, just be in the, in the market because you're a product. You've got to put yourself in the market as an actor, like, at least, right? And that's, I think everything, yeah. even as a writer or anything, you need, to, yeah. you need to know the right person, right? Correct, correct. Okay. And I, I honestly don't know where I got that concept from. Uh, it could be the Shunlian Ban, it could be... Is it your parents? Your parents are... No. No? No. My parents um, don't have that mind, mindset. No. No. It's, it's very strange. So I had this before I traveled. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this. When I went to Hollywood, it reinforced that, yeah. that attitude. Yeah, tell us more about your experience so, 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 so much. When I was in Hollywood, everywhere I went, everybody will tell you the number one rule to succeed in Hollywood. It's not about what you know, it's who you, who you know. know. And I mean, it's very, it's very superficial because then you could land up like, if I have no talent, then, then also can what, right? That's where you get a lot of those type of people that appear on those reality TV shows. Let's not name names, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. right? Okay. Um, you get that kind of people because that kind of mentality is so ingrained. It's about who you know, not what you know. Mm. But I think that needs to go hand in hand with talent. You need to understand your ability and your talent. If that's where your talent is, yes. Then putting yourself out there, getting yourself to know people makes sense. But if you have no talent, then... If you have no product, there's nothing to market. Exactly, right? exactly. If no product, there's not, nothing to market. Correct? Okay. Wow, that's... Yeah. that's so, but yes, insight. Hollywood reinforced that idea of networking for mm-hmm. me a lot. Um, and so I knew I was, in, I was, I was on the right path mm-hmm. la, by going overseas, networking, getting to know people. So, and when I was there, my internship was with an independent producer. Um, and, um, and, and the bulk of her work, she was not just an independent movie producer, she was also um, the founder of a non-profit organization which reinforced networking as the primary skill set. To, to give to people. So she, has, she conducts all these different events on a monthly basis for aspiring actors, aspiring musicians, producers to come together to network with each other and people of 
um, different principles, people from different backgrounds, even lawyers as well. This is know. the what the company you're working for. This was the company that I interned with. For oh, yeah, because part of this program in LA required you to do an internship, so you have to search for your own internship while right. you are there, and then you have to write a report and give to your your um, supervising lecturer mm-hmm. as part of the 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 program. <sighs> That's such a good. So that was what I did. Yeah, and. And I, I chose to do that because of all the things that I've experienced, I think I've done a lot of the groundwork, you know, I've experienced all the crew work, all the, you know, um, uh, directing, writing, and so on, but I've never worked closely with a producer. So that was why my internship involved a producer. Oh, you really wanted to know yeah. everything. Everything, right? everything. Interesting. Because I, I tell you this, if I come back and I started working and talking to people, I didn't want to not know my shit. Pardon the slang. I mean, we were... No, you can say fuck about, here, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, we talked about shit building anyways. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to know... Um, know your shit. My shit, everything about filmmaking uh, as it was. So okay. I didn't want to shortchange myself. I didn't want to waste my time. You were like, there. what, 23... By the time I finished, I was about 23, yeah. 23, 24. That's so young. I was like an really? ignorant, like, dumbass then. Are you kidding? I thought I was so really old. old by the time I graduated. <laughs> I think you, like, you mature really quickly. So, okay, so after, you, after you're back in Singapore? When I came back, I had a job waiting for me, which was, which was actually a, a large part of why I came back. Okay. Because... Even though you have stayed in Los Angeles? I think I would have explored... Working there. Working and staying in in Australia or America. Hmm. But I think I had so much draw to come back, so many requests uh, for me to come back and, and, and be in various shows. Of course, I couldn't take them all at one go and okay. reject some because of timing. But when I came back, there was a series that was waiting for me. It was a main role. So, which, which was a, you know... Was big a, deal. It was a big deal, yeah. right? So, and that was The Young Sisters, which went for two seasons. Um, wow And I was very, very lucky Yeah Yeah, Young Sisters with uh, Zhen Pei Pei, right? Zhen Pei yes, Zhen Pei, yeah. Pei, uh, Kim Ang and uh, oh, Xuan So they, were, yeah. they were requested you to come back for that? Yes, yes When they were re- inquiring about but me how I, did you, I mean, how did you Where were you in your career that they were interested to get you for a lead role? How did you get there in the first place? Um, I was already, like I said, you know I didn't stop acting the, when I started at 17 um, I think one of my I mean, I, I, one of my first few roles was something for TV but that was very small right. Forever Fever was a big break mm-hmm. and then that catapulted me into comedy work for Channel 5 and then um, I toggled in between movies and TV and so I was networking maybe that was where you know I, I, because I started knowing people from television and like I just kept, I just kept in contact with them and I knew that hey these people have the power to call me back again, right? So I'm, my work that I do now is as good as, or rather my next job is as good as this job that I'm doing, right? So I better do well and you know, create a, a, some kind of impact. Yeah. So I knew that knowing people was important. So that's why I think the networking mindset was kind of there. So I kept in touch with all these people and throughout um, the rest of my poly days, my, my army days, my... My uni days, I was in contact with a lot of all these people. And, and the, I remember, the, I think the girl that called me back for Young Sisters, um, she was somehow involved 
um, I don't know if you remember the series I did Money with uh, Pierre. Roughly. Yeah, it was the it was the only show on Channel Five that was shot on a Super Sixteen film at a time when when people were making the transition into digital, mm. and I think it was the early two thousands, um, or maybe even before. I, I, I Super Sixteen. Why yeah. was this show on Super Sixteen so late into the? It was. It was. Um, I, I don't know if I, I want to say if it's experimental, but it was. It was part of the pitch to create a certain visual look for the film. Wow. Uh, for the show, And sorry. they accepted that. And they accepted that and they went into it. So they shot a, a TV series, a 13-episode series, like film. You, wow. Film as in like... like, like film, like a feature lighting film. and everything. Yeah. Right? So they lighted the everything music, yeah. properly, you know, and you, ha- you have TV, as, you have a video assist because you were shooting on film, right? There's no way to go back and check the footage. So they had to have video assist so that they can make sure that all the footage is there. Oh, video assist. When's the last time I heard that? Yeah, one? what is that, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, all, um, in, in, I'm, some people that I met there who were on internship, um, one of those girls was the one that I kept in touch with and she got me back for the job for Young Sisters. I, yeah. And you never know who's going to be. Yeah, so you never know, you see. So you just came in touch with everybody. So, yeah. Okay. So after Young Sisters? So did you, did, didn't <clears throat> they offer you a contract to sign with them or anything after that? No. So it was uh, like a... Yep. Okay. So I, <clears throat> I have never had... I was never offered... A contract. A contract. By Mediacorp. By TCS or Mediacorp. Ever. Notice I'm not looking at the camera. <laughs> but actually, there's one question I've always like wanted yeah. to ask. Like, <laughs> like you are, I mean, you are practically <coughs> like a regular on television. You know, what? Why? Why do you think? Why do you think it's it's so? <clears throat> I'm a business guy. Yeah. So. I can give you the business mentality, huh. and that is it's more economical. To keep me as a, what what MediaCorp calls a part timer, right? Because the amount of, they have to pay you, or because not of the amount, but it's more cost effective to hire me on a project basis than to put me on a payroll. Because if they put me on a payroll, but I cannot meet the target, then they're in trouble, right? Then they they might lose money for a period of time. But they will get you to do Chinese lah. They might lah, and you can. They right? might. I don't know. Okay. I can, I can, uh-huh. I can, I, I could. <laughs> yeah, you could, right? Yeah. Interesting. I've always but that's what I'm saying. I, I was never offered one because... Uh-huh. Um, but would you have taken it if you were offered one? Then? I was not- never offered one. So until we get to that bridge, then we'll cross it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I, I'll say this though that I, I'm very blessed to be in the place where I am uh, also. Mm, for whatever reason, I think being where I am has... I have never not um, been able to do the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. I've never not been able to experience everything that I needed to do. Or, and I also have never been put in a position where I needed to do things I didn't want to do. Let's just put it that way. I think yeah. 
for someone who has been with <coughs> contract with MediaCorp for a long time, mm. I would say that as much as the stability and, and the regular amount of exposure and show and, and financial stability you get, <coughs> it's very, you have to compromise a lot of your own time. Mm. You have to compromise a lot of your own opinions even sometimes. Mm. Like for you, for, for someone like you, I wouldn't imagine that you would fit in because you have a lot of your ideas on your own, you also yeah. have like projects that you want to run on the side, like yes. you know, like I don't, I just don't think it would be a, a good fit actually. And I'm actually, in a weird way, I feel that it's a blessing because you, like the kind of projects that you're doing now, you know, like the kind of things that you're getting involved with, and I just feel that a lot of it was I spent a lot of my time trying to fit in to the mm. company, mm. a lot of my, a lot of my time, you know, and that's not a bad thing. It's just that because I want to do this and this is yes. a major market player, yes. you know, but a part of me sometimes also feel like, like, you know, if I didn't spend all this time trying to fit in and yeah. trying to, and I use the time to try and find out who I am, who <coughs> will I be? Where will I be now? Yes. You know, and I think you kind of walk that path, right? You just kind of did whatever you want to do and, yeah. yeah, that's quite yeah. Which is why I also use the same word. That I, I, I feel that I'm actually very blessed where so I am. Blessed. Huh? Yeah. So, you know, contract or not from, mm-hmm. from a big establishment like MediaCorp, mm-hmm. like I say, you know, I'll cross that bridge when, when I get it to it. But I've never. Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never gotten to the bridge. Right. And I've right. never had to. I, I mean, I guess you just share in, in whatever time you have. Like, uh, yeah. what's your experience like working? Uh, on Serangoon Road. Yep. How do you get the job in the first yes. place? Because it's yeah, yeah. I really like to share. It's such too. a good role, yeah. and you did so well. I was thank you. Okay, unfortunately, it's really hard to watch H- HBO Asia in Singapore. It's really hard, leh. Why ah? HBO why? I, there were so many times I wanted to watch like stuff on HBO Asia, and every time I would try and get to the subscribing part, right? I'm like. Because I have to subscribe huh? to Starhub first, right? Then oh, I have right. to subscribe. What? And even for Starhub Go, I don't know, it's just a whole confusing mess on the Starhub website. Starhub Go or HBO Go? Uh, uh, Starhub Go. Then you oh. can subscribe to... What? Yeah, you can't, I can't subscribe to like, oh. like Netflix. I just pay for Netflix, right? I can't pay for HBO Asia. <clears throat> can I? Can someone educate me on this? Because I, 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 it seems that I can't. Okay. And it's very frustrating because I don't want right. to subscribe to a full year of like cable TV when I want to watch two programs a year yes, on HBO Asia. It becomes very frustrating. I'm sorry, I don't quite work for them. So I yeah, can't so, I'm sorry, I got so emotional but about it. Because I really, I really wanted to yeah. watch. Have, have you watched it? The, I watched the, uh, a few episodes of okay. sorry, because I was overseas. Okay. And I actually managed, could, when I saw okay. I was in Taiwan, I was like, <gasps> you know, but yeah. when I was in Singapore, I couldn't really yeah. watch it unless I subscribed to like a year. I'll give you cable. some privileges. But. Okay, great. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, tell us about <laughs> the, the casting process and then like, oh, how, the did casting you, process. Yeah, how did you um, get the, how do you land the role? Okay, let me just go into the uh, Serangoon Road casting. Hmm. I got a call, um, again, because I knew people. So I got a direct call from a producer to go down for a casting. So you, yours was a direct call? The first time, yes, it was a direct call. It wasn't call. from like agencies or casting calls? Or... Um, no, it wasn't an open casting call. The first time I got a word from it was... Damn, Alaric. Yeah, so it was almost... The first time was almost a privileged call because um, the first... Okay, so what it was was Serangoon Road had a key producer. So like the, the, the key producer who, who owned the project, mm-hmm. he took it to a couple of guys in Australia. So he obviously found a director and he found the lead guy. So they, they, they banded together and said, let's go out and do this together. 
So these guys um, came on board and then they said, okay, we've got, we've got a partner in Singapore mm-hmm. who is the, the contact that, I, who, who, that knew me. Mm-hmm. And she uh, contacted me and mm-hmm. said, these guys are coming into Singapore. They want to do a, a preliminary casting. So who do you say contacted you again? Um, it was a production house. I'm not at liberty to say mm. names, no but a, a local production house, local okay. producer. But they were in contact. They were and in you contact. were in contact with yes. the person. And I, I owe them a, a huge deal for, for eyeing me for this because everybody knows me as a, 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 um, <clears throat> a, a comedy actor. Mm. But, you know, I think she had hopes for me because she's casted me in, in, in some... Um, she casted against type for some of her previous roles, and I did something for her when I was, you know, uh, um, in my around my my army days period. Um, I, I did something for her, um, and and it was I was cast against type. I wasn't doing a comedy huh. role, and so she knew my abilities, and I think she believed in me. And she said, "Why don't you try for this? You know, they've got Australian director and all." So it was a closed casting, like It was a closed right? casting. Yes, like they had a selected few people. They had they a selected few meet. people that came in, um, and <clears throat> I went down to the office. I met the director, met the uh, 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 the lead actor for the first time, um, and I did a read with him, and. Um, lo and behold, I was one of the few people that they really liked. Okay. Um, and so um, the next time round, unfortunately, the producer didn't get the, the tender to, to finish the, the project. So um, uh, HBO Asia came on board later on, um, and, and they were the, the Singapore representative. HBO Asia and Internet... Infinite Studios uh, were, were the, the collaborating partners that were involved. And then um, with the Australian side, and then they collaborated. And wh- when they all came together, they did another round of casting. This was already in pre-production already. Mm-hmm. So they, were, they know they had a start date already, and they were just finalising all the roles. And I think because the director and the, the lead actor had seen me before, they actually pitched me to HBO Asia. It was ironic because the HBO Asia people are Singaporeans, they're right. local, and they know me. But they didn't think I could do it at first. So when my name popped up, they were like, they were, they were not sure. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the director, uh, Peter Andrew Kiedis, wow. um, really, really liked what I did. And I am so grateful to him and, and Don, uh, the lead actor, um, for, for, for pitching me to them and, and pushing for me, you know. And I'm glad they did because that role really wasn't the most comedic role uh, ever. Um, and, and I got to experience, you know, a different spectrum. And so it was, it was you know, it was, it was wow, pushing me a to a different boundary. For that, yeah, for so that there, was, there was, and in that, that, I think there was two more rounds of casting, casting after in there. That. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, okay, for those of you who are not for I forgot to tell you all that mm. Serangoon Road, it's a HBO Asia production yes. about two years back? No, it's about no? four years. Four years? Has it been four years? Yeah, four, four, years. four years back. Yeah. Uh, I'll go back as far, I'll say it's five years because the first round of casting was done a whole year. Right, so the whole casting was that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You never know about projects, right? You Sometimes never you never, like, they die and then they come back to Correct. life and it can be three, five years down the road. Exactly, yep. Yeah. And, and I'm currently involved in a project that took six years to make. And we, I mean, Are right you, now we're slated to go into production. Cannot in say one, I, one cannot say one. Uh, I'm, I better not 
mention it, okay. but um, I mean, right now we're slated to go into production in the seventh year. So, you see, you never know. Right? Yeah, actually, that I want to talk to you a lot about about mm. like the filmmaking process as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about Scent first. Yes. Right? Okay. So, how did Scent come about? Um, Scent again. And your role is completely different. In completely okay. Scent different. is a HBO series that is coming yes. up soon. It's HBO Asia's first comedy drama series. Um, and it's and is shot in Singapore? It's entirely shot in Singapore, but with a regional cast. Um, you could say international, but they are from around the region. Okay. Thailand, uh, um, Hong Kong. Um, is there anybody from Indonesia? Um, not really. But so They're basically the, yeah. made for the HBO Asia <laughs> India, countries. Yeah. Like, yes, right? we, we, had, we, had, we had talents from, from uh, Malaysia and in, uh, India as well. Okay. Yeah, so wow. uh, it's pretty good experience. I got to co-produce and direct it. Uh, the entire series, eight episodes, half an hour. And um, how it happened was because I knew the, the executive producers from Serangoon Road. Mm-hmm. And so um, when, when this project landed on their lap, they thought of me as their director. And uh, I, how, why? Why would they? I mean, must have done something before, right? This is a question you've got to ask them. But from my point of view, I, I think they... Because um, I've spoken to, um, uh, to them uh, at length about my desire to go into filmmaking. To, and I had a whole bunch of projects which I... Uh, had a pipeline. Yeah, that I happened to mention that I'm developing and I want to put out there at some point, um, which I'm still doing, you know. Um, see, it's, it's all passion. You know, once you've... You, and this is like projects that I've got in my head for eight years, right? I know, man. Yeah, they're all there. But at what point do I, can it lift off? That's the only question. But they're all there, you know. And I, I've, I've spoken to, to, um, to them about some of these projects. And they realize, hey, you know, this guy's got passion for, for mm-hmm. directing, filmmaking. So we've got this project. And I think it's a good experience for him. And also, I think... But wouldn't they like want to, you know, okay, I don't know, like, but most of the time... A lot of companies are very conservative. I know where you're going with yeah, this. They just want to use companies that yeah. are tried and tested. They're yes. big companies. Correct. So, I mean, your company is relatively unheard of here, right? Yes. Like, yeah, so why okay, the- I'm not sure if I'm... Um, because, okay, this project is partially funded by IMDA. Okay. And IMDA's requirement for the funding is that uh, HBO Asia... So it's, it's, it's a private uh, deal that HBO Asia has with... IMDA, that uh, HBO Asia has to, has to do projects that uh, promote growth in the industry, in the local Singapore industry. And so because um, they've heard my stories about wanting to, to branch out. Um, they is the HBO Asia HBO people. Asia. Right. And so they put two and two together. Basically, they've got this deal. Like, who in the world do we trust that is new and we think is capable and I've got my portfolio with me, wow. and they've seen some of the films that I've done, um, and and they know that I've also directed uh, one or two stuff for Toggle for MediaCorp. So um, they just put two and two together, and you know, hey, let's have Alaric do this. Alaric's got a company as well. So let's. Are you excited yeah. about it? I, I I I was, and I still am, and I think I will be for. A long, a long while more, yeah. Because yeah, screening or not at your house or something. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be at my house, but um, yeah. 
I, I, invite me, Lee. I'm sure. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to watch. Yes. Yeah. So okay, let's let's end it off. I just wanna. I guess what we have talked about so far <coughs> that you created a lot of opportunities for yourself by knowing people, and you are one of the most genuine person I've met in my life. You know, so <laughs> because a lot of time, um, people kind of like equate like networking to like hey, you know like you know talking knowing people with a motive, and that yeah. seems like. Not genuine at yes. times, but you are so genuine. So you basically you basically found a, a, a way to do it um, sincerely. Yeah. I, th- I think that's part of the the skill networking skill that I picked up along the way. Yeah. Is that how do you? What's the core of it? And can you share with us a little bit more? The core of networking. Yeah. The core of networking, as any salesperson would tell you, is um, is to be yourself. Right. Is <laughs> is is. When the, per- when the person you're talking to doesn't realize you're being sold something, mm-hmm. that's when you know, that's when you know you've, you know, you've locked in, you've got your networking skill down. Okay? Because net- true networking is not, is not about trying to sell something. It's about getting to n- yourself out there uh, without even having to sell it. Right? Getting your product out there without having to sell it. Because what, what we're doing is... Sorry, it's okay. I'm talking. I'm talking sales now. I don't know why. I'm no, it's okay. But, please, please but, do. I'm, I'm like enjoying every second of this. Yeah. The the gist of it is, you know, um, uh, uh, sales is is about. It's not about trying to sell. It's about trying to solve problems, right? Okay. You you ask people, so you know, you get to know the person, understand their needs, and when you understand their needs, you realize there are there are problems that they are facing, and as a friend, you will you will talk about how can I help you. Right? And when you do that, essentially, you take what you have and you, you fill in the gap for this person. Mm-hmm. And that's the core of being a good salesperson. The core of being a good networker is to, find out where is to be are. a good friend. If you, you know what I mean? But don't you take up, doesn't it take up a lot of your time though? Like if you have to, I mean, you have to be talking to like hundreds of people. I mean, not like on a daily basis, but at least hundreds of people, right? Like- you would be. You would be. And, and the key is to be yourself, right? Yeah. And that's how you come across genuine. Don't, don't, I mean, you can't pretend so if to you, know something. If you meet someone that you don't really like, but potentially has the power to you know, make a lot of like, career-changing moves and all, how do you, how do you handle that? Oh, well, the, these are kind of... Say, uh, <coughs> these are trade secrets. <laughs> um, right, right, right. Lest you know somebody, somebody you know, I meet. Oh, that's what he's doing. <laughs> right, like with all of your contacts. Yeah. Like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. but I think when if if you if you feel uncomfortable with someone, don't go out of your way to to pretend to be comfortable. Right. Right. That's that's all it is. I mean, if you're comfortable pretending. Hey, by all means, pretend. Right, right. right? But, but if, if you're, you're not, not comfortable, then don't. Right? And I mean, for, for a guy, I, I don't think you, you have as much of a problem as you would for ladies. I think ladies will face a different set of um, barriers because you, you get a lot of... It's, it's a different ballgame. Right? Ladies yeah. tend to have um, people trying to, to chat them up and for the wrong reasons. Mm. Right? Well, not maybe don't use the word wrong, but but for reasons that they don't intend, 
right? right? And right. as a lady, you might say, okay, I'll be friendly and all that kind of stuff. But people read it the wrong way, especially in the networking scenario. And it's just very unfortunate that, that you, you get you know, people that have the wrong agenda. Again, the inappropriate agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Right? I think we all get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, don't, don't pretend to, to be comfortable if you're not comfortable. Right. You, That's very good. But advice. if you are comfortable pretending, then by all means, right? Means you're good at it. Like you can yeah, you're it. good at it. You're good at playing the game, as it were. If not, just be yourself. And yes. At least you lock down the people that you you already like spending exactly. time with, right? That's exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll learn I'll learn to do that. Okay. Before <laughs> you go, like tell us like the other than sand, yes. uh, where where can they see the rest other of your works? Um, Anything up in the pipeline or in the pipeline? The biggest thing would be sent at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we Which is airing when? So from S- September 17 on HBO Asia, we are doing a two episode special premiere. So two episodes will go out uh, on September 17th. Mm. Okay, so sent. Yes. And then, do, are you active on social media? What's your handle <coughs> on your social media platform? I'm trying to to learn. This is where I might need your expertise. I'm learning as well. Yeah. I really am. So, it's like, it's an ocean. You just kind of find is, a way. Through. And I realize how much work goes into it. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to, to people and I'm like, help me. <laughs> I think yeah. you would, it would switch your mind if you realize that it's just content on another platform. Yeah. yeah. Because when it comes to social media, you think like, oh, it's like sharing my personal life. And all. I don't think that's <clears> it anymore. It's just about like creating content that you are comfortable with and yeah. then sharing it on your platform. I actually understand that. I actually, the, the problem isn't that. The problem is time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already so, so consumed with my non-social media work. Yeah. And social media is another platform yeah. that it almost feels like I would have no, no life can, if I had to you go You can there. actually... Okay, you have a company, right? I, w- I would say like you have content that you already have, mm. right? You can actually take those content and add, put them together. Mm. You know, like let's say make a commentary about like scent or like yeah. you know, and then it might not take as much work as you imagine. Yeah. You just have to think of ways that are. But I understand where you are going. Yeah. It is yeah. a production after all. There is yeah. everything and everything. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm doing it mainly because I, I just want to explore this platform as well. Yeah. I know it's gonna <clears throat> it's gonna matter, and I'm and I know it's where I can actually find audiences <clears throat> that I connect with. So to me, that is the main <coughs> main draw for social media. Yeah, okay. Anyways, what's your social media so, handles? What, uh, handles? My handles: are, uh, Instagram, um, on Facebook uh, page. Uh, please page? go to my Facebook page. Oh, Facebook page, yes. Please go to my Facebook page because that needs a lot of support. Sure. What's the name of your Facebook? Yeah, you, it's, it's you, just, you didn't even say the name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what a, a handle is like. Um, like a handle. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I see why they think you're a comedy act. Yes, <laughs> um, and, your, and your handle is uh, Instagram is uh, double underscore Alaric. Double also underscore. double underscore in front. Yeah, and at how the come? Back. Why why double underscore? Because the single underscore is taken. No underscore underscore. So underscore Alaric underscore is taken. Underscore is not a good idea because you yeah. kind of get <clears throat> pushed to the bottom. Oh really? Yeah, because when people think of you, they will type Alaric right. If you are two underscore Alaric, all the Alarics will come in front of you before it goes to your Alaric. That is so it's good. actually, you should have Alaric and then... Something. This is for Instagram. Actually, almost for anything. <coughs> yeah. okay. Unless you are that famous, that you are the most famous Alaric, then there's no issue. Uh, but I don't know if there's any like... 
That's something Alaric, I can... Yeah, you can go and search and see because people like for me if I want to look for someone I will <coughs> type the name in right that's the first yep. thing we do right and then I'll follow the person so if I cannot find your name there eh, I'm yeah, okay maybe that's why happen. people cannot find it could be you know it could be underscore. yeah and I think for you you have a lot of content like I would say you can bring out like snippets of news yep. and then like put it on and stuff like that the real Alaric okay. yeah I think you have a lot of stories to share and yep. I think you have you have you are such a personality you have been through so much experience and people just kind of always see like the tip of the iceberg like oh she's doing news yeah. but there's so much there. sometimes every time I talk to you I'm like like damn you know and I think you need to and social media is where like you attract audience like me to come to you to, to know more about like all these things that are beneath mm. yeah Thank you for today. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and uh, that like, let's try and find <coughs> yeah. another yeah. day when you're free. Yeah. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Uh, you can also find me at Andy Chen, A-N-D-I-E-C-H-E-N on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.